You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, Episode 23. One of the most common complaints I hear from struggling entrepreneurs after setting a goal for themselves that just didn't go their way usually sounds something like this. Well, I think my expectations were just too high. When really what the voice in their head is saying sounds more like this. If I set too high of a goal and my expectations are too high, then I won't hit that goal, which means I'll be a failure. And what happens? They conclude that because they didn't hit their goals, their expectations must have been too high for that goal. And thus they feel like a failure. Now, is this true? Of course it isn't. And you and I both know that. But have you ever heard this little voice saying something along these lines inside of your head? Probably so. Am I right? I know I have. But what if it's not about setting expectations that are too high? What if the real problem is something else entirely? Well, we're going to unpack all of this in the episode ahead. And don't worry, I've got the solution for you. And before we go any further, I want to give a quick shout out to our featured listener of the week, Alyssa Perry. Alyssa says, Courtney's podcast is a godsend. I needed reassurance that success is not defined by the hustle and the extra hours put in. I'm soaking up all the tips Courtney has and can't wait to hear more. Alyssa, thank you so much for these kind words. And if you would, do us a favor, DM us over on Instagram to let us know your best shipping address. We've got a little something we want to drop in the mail to you as our way of saying thank you for being one of our loyal listeners. And remember, for you listening, when you leave us a five-star review, we might just feature you as our next listener of the week and give you a shout out to right here on the show. All right, friends, it's time to dive in. You ready? Let's do this. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Effortless Life Podcast, where we show busy entrepreneurs like you how to create the bigger impact you deserve without burning out. Because when we say effortless, we literally mean that, equipping you with the mindset and the tools you need to create the freedom and impact you want in a way that doesn't depend solely on your hard work and effort. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer, and I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in here with me today. I know your time is valuable, which is why I want you to know how much I appreciate you listening in, and that of all the millions of podcasts out there, that you're choosing to spend your time with me. And my goal is to always make sure that it's worth your while, and today is no exception. Because as I mentioned at the start of this episode, one of the most common mistakes I see struggling entrepreneurs making is choosing to think the reason they didn't hit their goals is because somehow their expectations were just too high. That's sort of like saying, well, we went on this amazing trip across the world to see the Eiffel Tower, but when we got there, we just decided to stay in our hotel room because it was raining. Maybe that's not the best metaphor, but the point I'm getting at is that Saying your expectations are too high as the reason for not hitting your goals is a poor excuse for missing out on an experience you really wanted to have in your life. Whether that's the experience of hitting a big goal you've set or seeing the Eiffel Tower. And I see this all the time. Someone sets a goal, they miss the mark, and then they decide it was because they had too high of expectations for that goal. Or in other words, they do all that work, they travel all that way, and they miss that goal, then make an excuse to justify why this 
happened. And making excuses is one of the primary habits that separates struggling entrepreneurs from successful ones. Think about it. Has there ever been a time in your life where you wanted something so badly that you did whatever it took to get it and you succeeded? Like there was no way on earth that you could fail because you had already made up your mind and decided that you were going to do whatever it takes to succeed. You wouldn't travel all that way to Paris to see the Eiffel Tower just to sit in your hotel room because it's raining, right? No. Even if you didn't have an umbrella, you'd run down to the hotel gift shop and buy one so you could get out there and do the thing you came to do. You'd do whatever it takes, even if it meant going out there in the rain and getting wet. If you can think of just one time where you or maybe someone you know who is close to you did whatever it took to meet a particular goal, like it wasn't even a question in your mind then what you're really saying here is not that you didn't hit your goal because your expectations were too high, but because you didn't want to try and fail. Am I right? So the question then becomes, what separates some goals from others? And why are our expectations higher in some cases than others? Why do we bend over backwards and do whatever it takes to meet some goals without fear of failure or worrying about the outcome, while others we play small and safe and miss the goal and then find some excuse for missing it. These are questions worth considering. And look, I totally get it. I am not excluded from this conversation. Heck, it seems like no matter how far I get along in my own journey as a business owner and CEO, that this little voice sometimes just comes out of nowhere and says, well, if I set my expectations too high here, then chances are I won't hit my goal. If I stretch too much and my expectation is too high, then chances are I might not meet that. And if I don't meet that, then that means I'm a failure. And Oof, this one used to get me good. I was so afraid of failing that I would resist setting goals altogether. And if I did set any goals, I'd set my expectations so low so that it wouldn't be such a hard blow to my ego if I didn't hit the goal I set in the first place. What's different now for me, though, is that whenever this little voice tries to sneak in and trick me now, I can see it for what it is. A lie. Plain and simple. I have the tools at hand now to simply dismiss it and move on. The sad part about all of this is that for most struggling entrepreneurs, they don't see this as a lie. They see it as the truth. That's their reality. It's literally how things play out for them in their life. And so they go through life concluding that because they missed some goals, they didn't hit those goals, their expectations were too high, and thus it means they're a failure. Now, of course, this isn't true, and you and I both know that. But if you've ever heard this little voice saying something along these lines inside of your head, then you know what I mean, right? And looking at it from the outside in like this, it's easy to see how someone not hitting their goals can mean any number of things. Not hitting a goal can happen for any number of reasons. It doesn't automatically mean someone is a failure if they don't hit their goal. Wouldn't you agree? But how about when you're in the situation yourself? It sometimes is hard to feel otherwise, right? We set a big goal. We have high hopes to hit it. And then, boom, we miss the goal and we feel like a big, giant failure. There's even entrepreneurs I know who set a goal, see that they're going to hit the goal, and that feels too easy. So they set a new goal that seems bigger and more out of reach. And then they miss that goal. And guess what? They feel like a big, giant failure. Now, why would someone do that to themselves? I have no idea. To sit here and talk about this logically, it makes no sense. Yet, have you ever found yourself? doing this? If your answer is yes, then listen up because there's something deeper going on under the surface. There could be a number of reasons why someone might set a goal that is out of reach for them. Either they don't feel they're deserving of the goal 
or they're afraid of success and therefore on a subconscious level, they've set themselves up to fail. It could be because they've been told to set goals based on possibility, sort of a shoot for the moon, you'll land among the stars mentality. But then there's the reality that if you just open the doors of your business today and you've set a goal to make seven figures by tomorrow, the likelihood of that happening is probably pretty slim. I'm not saying it's not possible. Anything is possible. But the point I'm getting at is sometimes people set goals without really thinking through them first. Then they attach themselves and their emotions to the outcome of that goal. And they don't hit the goal. Then they conclude they didn't hit it because they must not have what it takes. Or they're a failure. And so they beat themselves up about it and blame it on their expectations being too high. And what happens the next time they go about hitting that goal, they lower their expectations. And again, it's kind of an easy excuse, right? It's easy to blame a lack of time or a lack of know-how or a lack of experience or blame other people or find reasons to blame someone or something else to justify the reason we don't have the results we want. And if that sounds like a terrible way to run a business, it's because it is. And sadly, this is something I see all too often among struggling entrepreneurs. And then they wonder why they're struggling, why they can't hit that six-figure mark or generate revenue consistently or why customers aren't buying or why their content doesn't seem to be resonating with their audience. Now, a lot of it boils down to personal responsibility and the degree to which they believe in themselves but that's a topic for a whole nother episode. The bottom line here and what I want you to really get is this. What if not hitting your goals is not because you set expectations that are too high? What if the real problem is that you've continually lowered the expectations you've set? Now, I know this might sound completely counterintuitive. I didn't lower my expectations, Courtney. Why would I do that? But maybe you did. Think about it for a second. Would setting a goal and not hitting it cause you to lower your expectations the next time you set the goal? Likely so. You'd likely lower the expectation and the goal. Am I right? I see this happening all the time. You look around at most struggling entrepreneurs and what are they doing? They're setting goals, missing the goals, and then lowering the goals for the next time and lowering their expectations to meet those goals. They go out to launch a new program. They're all excited. They said, oh, I want to welcome 100 new students into my program, and maybe they only welcome 30. So what happens? The next time they go to launch that program, they say, well, last time I had a really high goal and I had really high expectations and I didn't meet that goal. So this time I'm not going to shoot for 100 members. This time I'm going to shoot for 50 because that feels more doable. I got 30 last time, so I should be able to hit 50 this time. Have you ever done something like this? I have. No shame in it, right? We're having an honest conversation here. And this is really important to realize if you want to make that leap from where you are right now to where you want to be and close the gap, this is the one thing you need to get. Because whenever we set goals for ourselves, miss the goals, and then lower the goal and the expectation, guess what happens? We lose a little bit of belief in ourselves every time. And that's a really dangerous place to be. Dangerous for you, of course, and really dangerous for your business. Because where do you think you'll be 12 months from now if you keep deciding your expectations and goals were too high and therefore continue making the mistake of lowering the expectations that you've set for yourself? Where do you think your business will be? Do you think you'll be closer to your goals or further away from them? Let that sink in for a minute. We already know that setting high expectations isn't the best solution for hitting your goals, right? And setting low expectations or worse, setting none at all, doesn't sound like the best approach either, does it? So what is 
the solution? Well, it might help to first take a look at what an expectation even is. By definition, it's a strong belief that something will happen or will be the case in the future. So first things first, we got to make sure that our expectations, our beliefs are aligned in the direction we want to go. The key to consistent progress is having clear expectations, not high, not low, but clear. If you're telling yourself the story of fear that you're not going to hit your goal, and if you don't, that this would mean you're a failure, well, that kind of looks a lot like predicting the future, right? And guess what happens when you try and predict the future? It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Why? Because your brain will look for the evidence of whatever story it is that you're telling yourself. Let's just say that you want to go out and buy a new car. And I've shared this example before, and it's a good one. You know exactly what make and model you want. You even know the color of the car you want. Now, you don't have this car yet, but you've just got this good feeling that this car is in your future. So what happens next? You wake up the next day, all of a sudden, everywhere you go, you start seeing this exact car. You think to yourself, wow, more people drive this car than I realized. I didn't know there were so many of these on the road. And the day after that, guess what happens? More cars like the one you want that help you validate your decision. Geez, this must be a great car. Everyone seems to have them. And soon enough, the day comes where you pull up into your driveway driving this exact car, the make and model and even the exact color you want it. What just happened? The simplest way to put it is that your brain found evidence to validate your decision. And if this is true in this example, chances are it's true in other ways too. How about those times where you mustered up the courage to go live on Facebook or Instagram and when you did, nobody showed? And you said to yourself afterward, well, I'm never doing that again. No one showed, so they must not like me. Or it means what I have to say just must not be valuable enough. We might call this a negative example of the exact same phenomenon at play. So can you see by way of these examples that it might be a good idea to start paying attention to your expectations and the story you're telling yourself that's attached to them? And more importantly, to learn to become aware of the stories you're telling yourself on an unconscious level, because those inform the way your life plays out even more than the stories you are aware of. Little side note here, if you want to learn more about how to identify these stories and why they're so important, and to get some practical tools you can start using, making sure that the stories you're telling yourself are in alignment with the outcomes you want, make sure you head over to episodes 18 and 19, where we take a deep dive into this very thing. It's kind of like Google Maps. You know, you wouldn't just get in the car and drive around aimlessly, would you? Well, maybe if you had time to kill, you would, or if you had nothing better to do. Or if you were on vacation, you just wanted to go see the sights. But if you had somewhere you needed to go and you needed to get in that car, you got to punch in your destination and follow the directions to get there. Because getting where you want to go, hitting your goal, is no different. You got to make sure you're punching in the right destination. Because whatever story you're telling yourself, whatever destination you punch in, that is where you will wind up. That is what you will create. Why? Because your brain will look for evidence along the way to validate the story, to make sure that you're going in the right direction. And this is some high-level stuff, so I hope that this is making sense. So let's bring it back full circle to this idea that what if not hitting your goals is not because you set expectations that are too high, but that the real problem is that you've been continually lowering the expectations you've set. For many people, this may happen on a subconscious level. And what I mean by this is that you might be doing it and not even realize it. So here's one question I want you to ask yourself and answer right now, honestly to see if you've been doing this unknowingly. Here's the question. You ready? I want you to ask yourself, how have I lowered goals or expectations for myself, my team, or my clients? 
be really honest with yourself here. It does you no good to try and fake your answer to this question or any question for that matter. My goal here is to help you start seeing things a little differently, maybe from a different perspective than you've been seeing them. How have you lowered your goals or your expectations for yourself, your team, or your clients lately? I'll give you some good examples of how it's played out in my own business before to help this really land for you. Now, back in the beginning, I used to set huge income goals, and many of those I didn't hit. I'd open the doors to my business and said, by next month, I want to be making six figures, but I wouldn't hit that. And eventually, I kept lowering the goal and lowering the goal because I became so defeated along the way. I was so afraid of not hitting a goal and what I was interpreting that to mean for me, that it would mean I was failing. I was so attached to the outcome of that goal and my interpretation of what it meant for me that I just quit setting goals, just up and quit setting them. And worse, I didn't realize I quit setting them. For a long time, I launched all kinds of programs and products and all these things in my business with no real numbers set to them. I was so afraid of getting attached to the outcome. And whenever I realized this, it hit me over the head like a two by four. No wonder I wasn't making the kind of money I wanted to make in my business. I wasn't setting any kind of income goals whatsoever. It sounds crazy, right? How can you run a business and not set revenue goals? Well, my answer is by the seat of your pants. And it is not a way to run a business. And fortunately, I've learned a lot since then. So now I set goals, but here's the major difference. I don't attach my emotions to the outcome. I know that whatever the outcome is, is just information that's going to help us improve. I like to look at these little bits of info like clues pointing us to solving any problems we encounter in our company. And then number two, I don't set goals anymore without a clear plan to hit them. One of the most valuable things I've learned along the way is that if you don't hit the goal, you don't change the goal. You adjust the plan. I'll say this again. When you set goals, whether it be for yourself, for your business, for your relationships, for anything in your life, don't you give up or throw out that goal out the window when you don't hit it. You adjust the plan. Sort of like if you want to win the Super Bowl, you don't move the end zone. You adjust the plays, right? You're better off setting a goal and not hitting it than not setting one at all. And another thing I see a lot of people doing is lowering their expectations for their team and for their clients. This shows up in a lot of ways. It might look something like making excuses for team members as in why someone on your team hasn't completed the work by the required deadline. Maybe saying, oh, well, they've got a lot going on in their personal life, or they just haven't had enough time to practice or really get this or whatever. Or why your clients aren't buying or why your audience isn't converting. Well, it's because we're in the middle of a global pandemic or because they just don't get what we do or because they're lazy and they don't want to watch the webinar or whatever. Again, excuses. And to make the leap from where you are right now to the successful entrepreneur you want to be, the first step is to start noticing the areas in your life where you're making excuses. This is a great indicator of where you've got the wrong destination punched in and you're headed down the wrong road. It's going to be a lot harder and it's going to take you a lot longer to get to where you want to go. Because what if setting goals was easy? What if every time you set a goal, you knew the exact steps you needed to take outlined in a clear, simple plan that you could execute to get there? And what if you weren't attached to the outcome? What if you could set goals and not make not hitting them mean anything or set a different way? What if you could set goals and not worry about what it would mean if you didn't hit them? That'd be pretty freeing, right? 
I agree. It definitely would be. So you've got a choice here. You can keep doing what you're doing, setting your goals, attaching your emotions to the outcome, blaming your lack of results on the fact that your expectations were just too high. And of course, the result of doing this would mean even slower progress and more frustration and disappointment and feeling like a failure than maybe you felt before. Or you can learn how to set goals the right way. Learn how not to attach your emotions to the outcome and commit to getting really, really good at noticing where in your life you're making excuses right now for not having the results you want yet. And ask yourself if it could be because you've actually lowered your expectations in that area of your life. I'm not saying not to have hopes and expectations. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that you better make darn well sure those expectations are aligned to the outcome, the goal that you actually want. Because remember, your brain will look for evidence of whatever it is that you're telling yourself is possible. Isn't it more important that you focus on what you actually want to create, that you keep your focus on the goals you want to hit, that you focus on carving out those clear steps and then just modifying the plan if you see that things aren't going the way you want them to go, instead of wasting your time making predictions about what it'll mean about you if you don't hit that goal. See, the key to consistent progress, I'll say it again, it's having clear expectations. You must separate your expectations from the goal itself. And you might be saying, okay, well, I want to do that, but how? How do I separate my expectations from the goal itself? How do I make sure that I'm setting clear expectations? Well, today I want to leave you with a little something I've created for you to help you do this and to take what you're learning here today and put it into action. And it's a series of five questions that you should be asking yourself before setting every single goal you create, big and small. These are the five questions I ask myself before setting any goal, and they help you to really get crystal clear on the exact steps to take in order to make any goal your reality. And you can implement these questions with your team, too, if you're setting goals to hit as a team. One of the things that causes most entrepreneurs to struggle when it comes to hitting their goals is that they set the goal, but they fail to create the clear plan they need in order to attain it. And they fail to separate their expectations from the goal itself. So what these five questions will do is to help you create that clear plan and come up with the specific steps you need in order to make your goal easy and effortless. And it'll help you make the important distinction between your goal and your expectation for that goal. Now, to access this download instantly, just head to CourtneyElmer.com slash goals, and you can download it right there with one click. And I want to leave you with this. Your goal on its own is just a goal. It means nothing about you, whether you hit it or don't hit it. Either way, the process of working toward that goal will give you important information on how to run your business, and it'll give you important information about what areas of your mindset you need to work on. And if you don't believe me, try launching a program or a product and see what emotions come up for you along the way. These are the areas that are inviting you to pay attention and to work through and to heal. The key to remember in everything that I am teaching you here today is this. Your expectations should be about you, not about the goal. Your expectations should always reflect how you expect yourself to show up in order to achieve that goal. The goal is just the goal. So when you start separating your expectations from the goal, you're going to feel a lot more freedom to hit that goal. And shifting your focus to setting expectations for yourself, how you want to show up 
who you're committed to being as you go about hitting that goal is essential for making the leap from where you are right now to where you want to be. And the five questions I'm giving you today will help you to do this. So don't worry. Go download that right now, CourtneyElmer.com slash goals. And the five questions I'm giving you today will help you to do this. All righty, guys, that does it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it got your wheels turning in maybe a different direction than they were before. I love sitting down at the mic each week to teach you and guide you on your journey to the ultimate freedom, success, and impact that you so deeply deserve. So make sure you head over to CourtneyElmer.com slash goals and download your five questions that you should be asking yourself before every single goal you set, which is my little gift to you today. And look, print this out, put it in your planner, keep it on your desk. Heck, put it up on your fridge, keep it close by so that it becomes second nature, so that it becomes a habit. And if you'd like more info on how you can access the high-level coaching we offer here at The Effortless Life to help you close that big gap between where you are right now and where you really want to be so you can finally be free to create the bigger impact that you were put here on this earth to create, don't worry, we've got you covered. Just go to CourtneyElmer.com slash uplevel to find out how we can start working together. I appreciate you guys so much. I love hearing from our listeners and hearing what you guys have to say about the show. And as always, go forth and live your effortless life. You're the best. I'll see you next time. One of the things that causes most entrepreneurs to struggle when it comes to hitting their goals is that they set the goal, but they fail to create a clear plan in order to attain it. And they also fail to separate their expectations from the goal itself. So today I've created a special cheat sheet for you with a series of five questions that you should be asking yourself before setting every single goal you create. These five questions will help you get really crystal clear on the exact steps you need to take in order to make any goal your reality. Plus, and more importantly, it will help you make the distinction between your goal and your expectations for that goal. Because there is a difference and the entrepreneurs who get this are the ones who are able to grow more quickly and consistently. These are the exact same questions I ask myself before setting any goal. And if you want to make the leap from where you are right now to where you want to be, you should be asking yourself these questions too. So to access this download instantly, just head to CourtneyElmer.com slash goals and you can download it with one click. That's 